0: David Fiorazzo.
1: Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ, truth proclaimers and defenders worldwide, particularly across the country. Thank you for listening online, for sharing the podcast. Uh, we've got Bill Perkins on the line with us from Compass International. We'll introduce him in a minute. David Fiorazzo with Mary Danielson. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. All right. Uh, some of us have had our coffee today. But anyway, uh, we are going to uh, go through a lot of topics today and also talk about a new book over at Compass, Steel on Steel, Volume 4. But there's so much we want to get to, and we want to do it in a concise time and hopefully an organized and Holy Spirit-led manner this hour. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, Father, thank you for giving us another day. We acknowledge your sovereignty. We acknowledge your majesty. We acknowledge Jesus being the final authority in our lives. And we thank you that your mercies are new every morning. You are faithful even when we are not. Lord, we ask that you would lead us by your Holy Spirit today. Those that are listening need encouragement. They need to be informed and sometimes challenged. You know exactly what each person needs, so we lift them up to you. We ask your blessings on their lives, spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. We also pray that you'd guide this conversation, Lord, that we would tackle as much of these uh, this information as we can within the hour, and we rely on you to do that, and we love you. We thank you for giving us the heart that beats in our hearts, in our bodies, and the lungs that we have, the health that we have to be able to do this, even the voices we have, and also the freedom that we have in America. We still have it yet. And we just thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So really quick... Um, <clears throat> You know what? I'll get to this after I introduce Bill. Um, you know, Bill. Of course, he's been on the show before. Author, founder of Compass International. Stealing the Mind conferences is another one you can register for coming up in March. We'll talk about talk about that uh, with him in a minute. But he founded Compass in 1993. And my goodness, they do so much work. They offer Bible studies, articles, books, conferences, Stealing the Mind. And uh, Volume 4 now, brand new book, Steel on Steel. Bill Perkins, welcome back to Stand Up for the Truth.
2: Thanks, David, and thanks, Mary.
1: So, uh, Bill, we can go to your website, which is uh, compass.org, and you can find all the information on the four-part series, Volume 4 of Steel on Steel. We're going to talk about some of the uh, contents of the new book um, in just a little bit, but I want to get your take on a few things before we jump into topics um, that are going on. We first of all, uh, we have some insiders in the public school system. What I mean by that is true Bible believing Christian teachers that have not (laughs) that are still trying to uh, make a difference as hard as it is in the public school system. But he sends us information. uh, This particular friend. And in the Green Bay, Wisconsin school district, the whole district got an email this week that says this is transgender awareness week, and they're talking about a number of young students that need to be encouraged, and we need to, you know, care for their mental health, and they say learn ways that your district can support th- your transgender youth. And so he sends this email and says. What are you talking about? They've got Pride Month. They've got, you know, you know, all this LGBTQ awareness. They've got History Month and Transgender Week. It's not going to stop. And basically, Bill Perkins, I just want to get your response to this. I responded to him and said, hey, remember the, the concept of queer all year? That's truly what's happening in our schools, in Hollywood, on television, the media corporations. This is what it's not just a month anymore just your thought on what our young children are being indoctrinated with in the government-run school system.
2: Well, you know it's happening here in Idaho, also. It's not just Michigan; it's across the nation, and and it, quite frankly, it's across the world. Yep. Where, where they can, where I say they, it's actually Satan. The roots of all this is satanic. I mean, you're getting close to the him taking over, and in the meantime, he hates number one. He hates Christians and Jews. And number two, he just hates people. Mm-hmm. And so when 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 you can, you know, he he hits us with abortion for many many years, and we're kind of slowing that down a little bit by showing the truth of what that is murder. Yes. And as people figure that out, that's dropping a little bit. But so he's coming after them other ways. He's coming after our kids, either from the parents making them infertile, or he's coming if they do have kids, and he takes them at school and, and tries to get them where they're not going to be having kids. You know, they will just Gender thing where they're they're going in and and, and cutting off penises is ridiculous. Yeah. At, at eight years old, ten years old, twelve years old. I mean, you can't you can't make this stuff up. You think about it and you're going, am I am I reading correctly exactly. here? What they're they're actually doing? Not that they're talking about doing it. They're doing it. Well, but they're.
1: Well, yep. they're calling it, by the way, they call it bottom surgeries, Bill. Come on. They, that's oh, what – yeah, they're talking about bottom surgeries. They don't really tell you what's uh-huh. really going on. For for boys and girls, by the way, minors. But this is part of the agenda, and we'll, we'll get to the vaccine issue a little later on and talk about how that has been known to cause infertility among women. So it's beyond – it's demonic. The population control agenda is behind part of this. But in the public schools, Bill, this um, – a lot of parents would still say, well, it's not happening in my son or daughter's school. How do you respond to that?
2: Oh, it is happening there. And if you've got to be too short of a coaster set to be putting your kids into public school. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. It, you, People say, well, I can't afford to stay home and homeschool. Whoa, so this is about money? Money's your God? I mean, come on. Hmm. People need to wake up and smell the coffee and say, hey, we want what's best for our kids. And if what's best for our kids, if God wants our kids to be raised as warriors for Christ, then we need to protect them as they grow up and and train them in the ways of the Lord. You know, Deuteronomy says, Deuteronomy, I think two or six, I think it's six, says to train up your child. Um, all the morning, noon, and night. Mm-hmm. Well, now, if you're skipping noon and you're only doing morning and night, you know, then you're not being scriptural with what you're doing, training up your child. You cannot turn them over to a, an atheistic, satanic state to teach your kids you know, and expect them to grow up with any kind of biblical principles. Mm-hmm. It's crazy.
3: I remember several years ago,
2: homeschooling is a, is an alternative to anybody. anybody mm-hmm. can homeschool. I, right. I remember when my wife and I went through this back many years ago. We thought we can't afford this. You know, my, I was I had to basically take uh, cut half of our income and then we were moving to start a church in Colorado so we were, our expenses were doubling and my income went in half and we 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 struggled it was mm-hmm. tough but the greatest thing we ever did was keep our kids out of public school and homeschool them mm-hmm. today both of them we got seven grandkids two girls no birth control for what it's worth and just had two <laughs> kids and and we ended up with you know two great solid believing girls who met two great solid believing guys and you know but we trusted god now not every you know i'm not don't misunderstand that i'm I'm not say do as i do do as the bible teaches you know Mm -hmm. that's what i got out of the bible and i i put it first and my wife and i put it first and and god honored that and if you're sitting there saying well i can't afford to make car payments sell your cars and get a clunker you know Uh, i can't afford the house payment (laughs) Sell your house and get a less expensive house. This life is temporal. Eternity is forever. So there you have it. That's not bad for a start, don't you think? (laughs) Out of the the blue at 7 o'clock in the morning, my time. Amen, brother. (laughs) Several
3: several years ago in Appleton, um, this was actually probably 10 or 12 years ago, they had a transgender day, just one day a year in the Appleton schools. Just a day. Just one day. Okay, so here's how far we've fallen. I remember talking to a mom uh, who uh, had her kids in there, or her daughter anyway, and um, she said, what should I do? She said, I, I want to pull my daughter out for that day. There's no way. And the school actually supported that. They said, okay, if you, if you have a problem with this, you know, just keep your daughter home for that day. Really? But now that would not even – you would be so shamed and put down because <clears> of <throat> political correctness and all the indoctrination we've been through on this issue, among many other leftist issues. Um, so – you could never do that today because uh, either they wouldn't let you or you would be pigeonholed as, as someone who refuses to cooperate. So things have changed a lot.
1: Well, uh, Mary, you've got an article there. Let's get Bill's take on this. And Bill, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we've just got to talk about some of these issues. We will, uh, definitely sure. jump into the Steel on Steel book, volume four. No, 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 no. The books are fine. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Yep. So, uh, this is interesting. And this goes right along with what we've been talking about. They're g- trying to get the youth. They're trying to affect their futures in a negative way, their health. They're trying to cut down on the population. Mary's got an article on what they're doing in Canada.
3: Yeah, population control. I mean, um, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man, Harari, came out this last week and said, you know, there are an awful lot of people that are just a waste of space on planet Earth, and and so we have to find ways to eliminate them. I mean, that was was a huge story this last week. Well, Canada... Um, has expanded its euthanasia program. Euthanasia, what an interesting word. Uh, because for definition's sake, euthanasia is when a doctor administers end of life. Assisted suicide is when the patient takes the drug. So that's an important distinction. Mm. But now it says here, in a controversial move, Canada is expanding its government-funded euthanasia program. Well, there's a lot of red flags right there. Government-funded euthanasia program. But they're expanding to to the mentally ill. Uh, and then it says Canada's voluntary For now, euthanasia program um, became legal in 2016, and it's part of their health care system. And the law has been amended to make the program available to people whose death is not medically foreseeable. It also was amended to include those with dementia who may not be able to understand the implications of their decision, Exactly um, the decision to access medically assisted suicide. OK, is it medically assisted? Is it? I mean, it's very ambiguous. It'll also be for people whose medical only medical ailment is a mental issue. And, you know, it's going to have to do with people that feel they're mentally ill because they don't want to live anymore. They're depressed. I mean, what do you think about? I mean, Well,
1: even teenagers are suffering with depression at at higher levels and even suicidal uh, attempts. Bill, what are your thoughts on this? We know what happens in Canada doesn't always stay in Canada (laughs) or Europe, (laughs) Europe for that matter. And this is uh, the euthanasia is just another uh, abortion is one way they do it. Vaccines, Mm -hmm. other issues, but euthanasia. Here we go.
2: Well, what what goes on in Canada ultimately is what's going to go on here, and what goes on in Europe ultimately is what's going to go on here. So yep. we can get a good idea of where we're headed by looking at both mm-hmm. of those areas. But you know, you, I have to tell you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get onto you and Mary here. In my t- humble opinion, you got to quit calling these this, the liberals. Or the, I forgot what word you use there, the leftist, leftist or something. Yeah. You know, this is satanic. Yes. You need to call a spade a spade. Satan hates your guts. And until we tell people to, to wake up and smell the coffee that this, he's after your family, he's after your church, he's after your your city, your schools, he's everywhere. And if you're not sitting there praying every day, you know, the Lord's Prayer says, um, leave me not. And it goes through the whole thing, and it ends up with the, the uh, about Satan. And, and, and that we need to pray for protection, you know. And we're supposed to do that daily. And mm. how many Christians out there even think about that? How many people sit there, Lord protects me from Satan today. Mm. Give me the strength to, to recognize what's going on around me and, and to fight for your principles every day. And it's just not happening. So I, my, my challenge to you guys is to quit calling it liberals this mm-hmm. is a full court press by Satan, by satanic forces, his satanic forces, trying to take over this nation Amen. and and take us down. I mean, mm-hmm. this nation goes away in the in the in the tribulation, you know, the, the coming tribulation, well, and it could be ten years away for all we know. And if it's ten years away, good grief, what are we going to do between now and then? So so our schools are important, and now, now there are many people that are are that are uh, exactly correct. In that it starts locally, Mm -hmm. you know, and we still have a free country a little bit, and we (laughs) locally—that's how we got the house back, you know, this Mm -hmm. this week. And and if it weren't for the local elections, we wouldn't have that, and we barely got that. And it should have been like eighty or ninety percent Republican if it were if it were fair elections, you know. So so we're having a fight with one hand tied behind our back, if not two, you know, as 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 conservatives as believers, but but you can go and, and get on your school board, run and find out what's going on. You, you know, we're sitting there, we're finding out this stuff. Well, they've had control of our school boards for for. 50 years, basically, yes. and nobody's been doing anything. Rarely does something happen. I remember a guy coming to me back in the 90s saying, look what's happening in Texas, and blah, 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 and, and, and he was a doctor. He's a dentist. And, and I said, well, why don't you run for school board? And he said, I never thought about it. And he did, and he ended up going all the way to the Texas board of whatever and getting a bunch of books thrown out and stuff. But it takes starting, you know, the best way to get something done is to start.
1: hmm Amen. We're going to talk about elections in just a minute because I've got a copy of your latest newsletter. Uh, called America, America with a K, and we'll explain that. We'll let you explain that. But speaking of demonic agendas, Bill, and thank you for that word of encouragement, I believe, because we know Ephesians 6, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, and we know that Satan is driving some of what's manifesting in our culture, in our government, in legislation, in the public schools. Um, so it's either the spirit of Christ or it's the spirit of Antichrist. So the Senate wasted no time after the midterms. And they now want to strike down the Defense of Marriage Act. They voted uh, yesterday. Twelve Republicans voted also with the Democrats. Uh, no surprise, Susan Collins from Maine, Lisa Murkowski, Alaska, Mitt Romney, Utah. Um, they're not the traditional even definition of Republican. But nonetheless, it was a 62-37 vote. And what they're trying to do, I'm looking at the headline over at Harbinger's Daily. It says, Senate Advances Deceitfully Named Respect for Marriage Act cementing same-sex marriage as a federal policy. They're going to vote on it again, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Um, And I've got the wording here, Bill Perkins. It says they really want to repeal the Defense of Marriage Act. Now, our listeners need to understand that they're trying to defend marriage between one man and one woman with the Defense of Marriage Act. But with the Respect for Marriage Act, what they're trying to change it to That's going to bring in the LGBTQ rights and privileges and meaning they're going to discriminate against Bible-believing Christians or any American that thinks marriage is between one man and one woman, and that will affect our speech. It will affect pastors and churches, and this is the direction they're in. So, Bill Perkins, your thoughts?
2: (laughs) Well... You know, where do you start? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's moving.
1: Um, we're not surprised, but we're just reporting. You
2: know, well, yeah, and and it's that's you know this. Is, it's, I tell you something. Now, think about this. We're we're sitting there talking about. Imagine a, a a fortress, a tall fortress, and and we're up on the top of the fortress fighting these little things. You know, defense mm-hmm. of the Marriage Act and and all the different things that are coming up the lbgq blah 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 and they're down at the bottom of our foundation and 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 taking out the foundation they're they're going around and doing stuff and i and i think it's important to look at all of these points you're talking about especially what they're doing on, on you know i mean it's it's satanic and i don't think we can stop it those those eight that voted with the democrats are are, are rhinos you know yep. they're not republicans they're bought off by by money yeah by people by if i don't know if it's the chinese or the or the you know whether it's the we whatever you know i mean that who knows who's actually controlling biden and their administration it's certainly not biden we know that and and we know that he's got his hands in china and china's got his hands in his pockets and and also i mean they're they're being directed and and you got claw swab over there with this (laughs) stuff going on you know and and their their money that soros has given them and the whole thing is 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 trying to take our nation down. You know, step back and look at this. We're in a fight for our nation. Mm. This nation is going to be gone by the time the tribulation starts. Right at the beginning of the tribulation is the final act. And I'm, that's important to, to to think about is that as, as we get closer to demise, we're getting closer to rapture. That's the upside of what we're watching. Yes. But I'm not sure you're going to slow this down other than we're going to have to, you know, circle the wagons and say, okay, let's defend the ground we got left here and, 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 and go with it. But, you know, you can write your congressman all day long. It's not going to make a bit of difference. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're they're they've got control of both houses over there, pretty mm-hmm. much. You've got maybe a minority of the um, of the Republicans that are sold out conservatives that'll that'll go to bat for us, mm-hmm. but the majority of the Republicans and all of the Democrats are against us. They hate our guts. They're satanically influenced, anti-biblical, anti-Christ, anti. Um, what we believe, everything we believe and hold dear to, they don't, and they're trying their best, and or I wouldn't say trying their best, they have an agenda, and they're reaching it just, you know, whether it's schools, whether it's the Defense of Marriage Act, and that's just the beginning. Yeah. They're going to continue. And then when they get all that done, then they're going to say, oh, well, now you've got to do this to your kids. You can't homeschool, or you can't do this, or you're a domestic terrorist because you're thinking this, and, and all of a sudden, there you go. We're, we're in a real mess. But but the upside is, despite what we're seeing, God's in control, and he says, all things work together for good maybe this is what we need to wake up and smell the coffee and say hey gee look at this look what's going on we got we got to do something we can't just stand around and wait anymore
1: yeah we sure need to wake up Uh, we're speaking with bill perkins compass international and we'll talk a little bit about the volume four book stealing i'm sorry steel on steel that's out and uh we'll have him explain a little bit more about what's happening and our take as we move forward on stand up for the truth keep it right here
0: Your monthly financial support of StandUpForTheTruth.com is needed and appreciated. Now, back to today's Stand Up For The Truth with David Fiorazzo. Our struggle is not
1: against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand. And then I think he says stand a couple more times mm-hmm. and putting on the all the armor. That's what we're trying to do, friends. Uh, we know human beings, are. Um, they can be used as minions. They can be used as, um, well, tools of the devil, tools, tools of the enemy. And we're seeing that in every aspect, every front, as Mary said during the break, we're seeing this war on every front, and human beings are being used by the devil. It's, it's just That's just the way it is. Bill, I wanted to ask you, before we go on to the next topic, um, why do you think it seems most Americans are naive to this because they really don't understand Scripture, but even many believers in some of our churches, I would maybe even say most of our churches, there are people that don't understand the spiritual dynamic of these forces of darkness and you said the uh, Democrat platform and many that would support it and are driving it, many in power, are anti-Christian. We say anti-Christ. I don't know that a lot of people really understand that. Can you just give us your take?
2: Well, let's go back to the, the, the why is it that believers um, have no clue? I've, the vast majority. I mean, I think you probably your audience is one of the few audiences that that actually understand what's going on around us. But um, across the nation, you've got uh, supposedly 50% of our nation is, quote-unquote, Christian, maybe 5 to 10% are, are what we're talking about as understanding. But the vast majority are not, and, and, and what happened? What, how did we get where we are? And think about what happened in 2020. The government says, uh, you're going to have to close down, and you can't have church now that goes directly against biblical principles. Yep. But because our churches had gone away from biblical principles and began teaching kind of a social gospel all across, the bigger the church, the the less Bible teaching it has on the on the for the most part. Now there's some exceptions out there, but for the most part, if it's a big church, you, you they're just not teaching the the. Hard things of Christ, you know. They're they're teaching things that'll not uh, mess up their revenue and all. And then (laughs) the government says, "Now look, you're going to have to close your church down, but we'll give you some money." And you know, they've estimated that 40% of all churches took money, took this, this PPP money, mm-hmm. and said, oh, okay, I'll shut down, and I'll take, and, you know, and then they defend it. Well, we got to stay closed here, you know, and it's a health thing, and yada, yada. And ignoring biblical commandments, you know, do not forsake the assembling of, of you know, especially as you see the day drawing near.
3: Mm. I mean,
2: that's what it says. If we're close to rapture, it's talking about us. You know, don't stop meeting, you know. And yet, what did we do? We stopped meeting because the government said so. The government is not our boss. it's, It's God. God tells us what to do. But we've gotten to the point where we... You know, I think they they lied and cheated and stole and did their thing because they control the media. But we gotta back away from the television and and get into our Bibles. I mean, people, how many? Let me ask you this: How many people do you think read their Bible and study their Bible more than they watch television? You know <laughs> i mean if you if you write that, if you put that out there, hardly anybody would say I read my Bible more than I watch television now, think about who 's influencing who who 's their god now that 's the hard thing to say i 'm just trying to say there 's a you 've got to wake up and understand that our only chance here is to be biblical in our response, and then hey, if they kill us fine, we go to heaven we win if 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 they we just what we want to do is be hold dear to what we believe and most christians don't even know what they believe because our churches aren't teaching them that they're teaching them just the feel good stuff you know
1: well we appreciate your work with the steel on steel conferences and the uh, information the articles you put out and um trying to equip christians because unfortunately as we've talked about many many times most church leaders at least a good number of them, are not doing that. They're not equipping the saints. They're not teaching Bible prophecy. They're not confronting the issues of the day. They're not pointing out deeds of darkness that are affecting their children, their own children.
3: So, Mara, go ahead. What you said about 2020, I mean, you practically read my mind. I smiled at David here because that's exactly (laughs) what I would have thought. And I think what rose to the top in that situation is that we could see clearly the church doesn't even know what it's around for. I mean, to be a the light purpose. in the dark place, the purpose of the church, to continue to teach, to continue to break bread together, to continue to be a light, all of a sudden, what did it take to blow a little mighty, you know, tiny little breeze to blow the church over to make them forget what they're doing? And plus, they don't do systematic surveys of the scriptures. They don't know prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um But I think that was my big takeaway initially, is that the church doesn't even know what it's here for in these last days.
2: Yeah, and you know what's interesting, too, <laughs> is that churches are are they've gotten into where they think the the they don't want to hurt the income i mean think about what when i've talked to many pastors and i we talk about oh you got to get a group go to israel see what you're what you're reading here let it come alive it really changes you. oh we can't do that because we've got a building program going we don't want to well good grief how big is your god you know you're telling me that that you're not gonna i mean really wake up come on now think about what you're saying but but that's Just what they do. They they have a tendency to think it's all about the revenue, and they don't want to upset that. And they got a big church, they got payments, they got mortgages, which none they should have anyway. But you know, there they go. So, no, you know, I I tell you, it's a, it's again, it just gets back to this day and age is recognize your enemy. And you know, you're talking about the armor, the the breastplate. It talks about the breastplate in that same passage in Ephesians, and. That's front armor. That's not turning and running. Yes. You, know, you turn and run, you get you get killed. That's where you're going to have a problem. So if you don't confront what's going on in your family, in your life, and in your town and all, then you're dead meat. You know, you have no protection from God. you got to stand boldly for him and, and 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 believe it and say, hey, I may be, God may, what did Daniel say, or, or the, I'm sorry, uh, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, they said, Hey, we're not gonna bow down but and, and 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 we think God'll protect us from this fire, but hey, even if he if he if he kills us, that's his call, you know, and we'll die and we'll go to heaven. So I mean that's the attitude we gotta have.
1: So, Bill, uh, unfortunately, the attitude has been, and I say, I, I mean, I've, we've talked about that. I've written about that, uh, what happened in 2020. The church did not pass the COVID test, but we really found out where our, a lot of our leaders were. And we found out the people that really were just kind of, kind of playing church and those who are actually biblically trying to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. But, uh, how would you respond to this idea that we're talking about now where we somehow think that the enemy is attacking the gates of heaven. But that's really a twist on what the reality is. The church, the church should be on offense, but we've almost always been on defense. Storming the gates of hell is what we should be doing. We were, we should be making disciples, preaching the gospel. We should be doing the work that's really influencing our culture around us. And yet, we're often defending everything that this, that Satan is trying to do did, did you understand Does it, does it seem well, like that's well, what's it's, happening it's
2: whether we're sh- we're following the what we should be following the biblical outline or we or has Satan gotten a hold of it, and is he influencing what we do in the churches and he is mm-hmm. and and our pastors need to wake up and say, "What am I about? Why am I here what am, What am I supposed to be doing and a, and a church is supposed to be armoring its residents, armoring its its believers its its family for work, for, to do the, you know, and what's the work of the church? What are we here for? Why does God not take us up to heaven when we get saved? We're here to be used by him in the lives of those around us, mm-hmm. uh, those of our sphere of influence who who are our family, our friends, our coworkers. We have to be used by God in their lives to either, if they're believers, to make them stronger believers, if they're not believers, to be a, a, a witness to what's truth, to that they're going to hell. They're going to split the gates of hell wide open if they're not born again. And end of story. They need to be aware of what's coming. If if they miss the rapture, they need to be aware of not what's going on after that and why they're going to need to really stand firm then, or eternity's at stake for them. I mean, you're not. It's, we should be teaching people right now that if you miss the rapture. It, it, you know, if somebody rejects the, the gospel now, and and you on a parting shot, you should say, if you do miss the rapture, and people do all of a sudden disappear, don't believe the lie. They're not gone to some planet to be re, you know, uh, programmed or whatever. They've gone to heaven, and the, the, you have got a mess going on. And Satan is here, and he wants you to take this mark. He wants you to, and if you do any of that, you're going to hell. But you can still go to heaven if you stand firm. I mean, we've got to teach that. We've got to tell. We made a booklet about, gosh, um, five or six years ago. We called it Millions Missing. Mm-hmm. And... um we sent out somewhere around two hundred and fifty thousand of those things and it's what happens if you miss the rapture <laughs> and it tells you what to and we all, we tell everybody, Leave one out always. Yeah. We have a little <laughs> uh keychain, you know, that has, it has the millions missing uh it's 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 compass dot org forward slash mm for millions missing. And um And you know, because we tell them put this on your on your key ring. It looks like kind of like a car key, but it's actually a thumb drive. And I said, because they're going to steal your car, (laughs) the first thing if it's got gas in it, you know. And 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 you'll have an access to teach these people and tell these people what in the world is really going on. Now, what do we do between now and then? We need to use you know, occupy our time and be smart and and do things that that the kingdom needs being done. We need to say, what does God want me to do today? Not not what do I want to do, you know, get out of the way and let's say let God ask God, what do I need to do today? Who do I need to talk to? Who are what doors are you gonna open, Lord? Give me pray that you'll give me the the wisdom to recognize situations when you yes. want me to talk yes. and when you want me to shut up. <laughs>
1: mm, amen. And we can rely I mean it's not up to us if they receive it or not, but we are the messengers and God needs to use people like us who are in the church that are still here. That's why we're here. Thank you. Bill, uh, for clarifying that. Um, uh, Mary, you want to mention the headline on this, this article? Because that, that kind of falls on, uh, under what Bill was saying earlier about what happened when the government said churches are non-essential. What yeah. is that headline? Uh,
3: yeah, it's uh, church attendance is at 85% of pre-pandemic levels, poll says. Many have not returned. And it goes on to say that LifeWay did a survey, um, even though pro- most Protestant uh, pastors say that their churches are open um, they are not back to pre-pandemic levels, um, and it, it varies. I mean, I don't know who they surveyed, but uh, I believe it. I mean, I I don't have a problem with uh, online services for people that can't attend, but I think in some cases it can become, uh, you know, an excuse mm-hmm. to not meet and fellowship together, and um, um, I don't know if people well, are still wearing masks. Well, if
2: you look at that real carefully when you when you get into some of these, if you look at all the surveys that are out there, What you find out is that the Bible churches, the fundamental ones that are teaching more or or less the Word of God and armoring somewhat, you know, verse by verse Mm -hmm. or whatever, the Calvary chapels or the Bible churches or the whatever, you know, that are out there, those that are are teaching truth and not something fluffy, uh, those are back to um, actually larger than they were yes. from the beginning. And so the ones that are losing are those that weren't teaching truth, and okay. that's what Satan's doing. He's picking off the, the lame ones out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like uh, the, the COVID was like picking off all the all the people that are already on their deathbed. Let's get rid of those so we don't mm-hmm. have to let them stretch out. What was it Bill Gates said? He said, we don't need somebody in their last last 12 months of a life. Uh, they, they, you spend um, 90% of of your uh, expenditure for health care for your whole life, you know. And it says, we we got to stop that. You know, who needs to live another year when, when, when we could save all that money, you know? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I got a. I went off on a different direction. But but again, <laughs> that's funny. That's good. It's good radio, sorry. Bill. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> My apology. I, no, no I worries. Had two cups of coffee at, at this hour, you know, so I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, we're
1: we're blessed here in De Pere, Wisconsin. Uh, before COVID, which I, I sometimes uh, say BC before COVID, um, you, we had a certain average uh, size congregation. And in the last two years, we are now five times bigger than we were before. And that mm-hmm. it's one of the reasons is our our church stayed open and our pastor is one of the few that That's confronts right. the issues of the day and teaches Bible prophecy. I mean, last night, we we're just in the book of Daniel. I mean, uh, in our Bible study. So it's interesting. Some churches, you're right, are growing, and there are some that are maybe under that average. But Mayor had a follow-up question for you.
3: Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, Sometimes I ponder about the visible church, uh, you know, versus the true church. You know, narrow is the way and few there be that find it. And Jesus talks about wheat and tares and they're going to grow up together and you're not always going to tell who is a true mm. believer and who is not. Um, and I guess, I guess what I'm thinking is, um, the church doesn't seem to even be equipped to do the fight within to keep false teaching out. Mm. I mean, they have dropped the ball on that, yes. which has caused also many problems within the church. Um, do you have any thoughts on this, the whole wheat and tares thing? I mean, the visible church, what's out there, isn't necessarily the true church. You look at uh, Joel Osteen and people like that, who have got tens of thousands of people, and my uh, mind says, I wonder how many of those are truly regenerate yeah. people. So Reminded. the church has other issues, even besides the culture, in that they don't fight false teaching. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know what, I it, it it just gets back again to those. You can tell which church, and when you go to a church and you move to a new town. You want to find a church, and you go in a church. If they're everybody's coming in with their Bibles, and the pastor gets up there and says, "Turn to Ephesians one or whatever," we're and and he starts teaching verse by verse and and giving you what what the what God has said in order to armor you for your week to to come. Um, then you found a good church. If you go to a church that they're 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 singing for 45 minutes and doing a five minute homily or something you know and you you have you realize this is not the place for you or 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 whatever I mean, we're in a we're in a fight we've got yes. to recognize yep. we're in a fight we've got to recognize we need people to teach us you know the bible says to be have many counselors and and which is what your program is doing it's it's, it's bringing in the di- things people may not have thought about you know that's what we do with our, our books is we talk about things that nobody talks about um if you, I mean, who who talks about are there bathrooms in heaven? I mean, n- name one. When have you ever heard that question come up in a Christian church? <laughs> that's one of our chapters. You know, <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> what are we going to be doing in heaven? Hey, Bill, we've got to take another break already. But uh, fascinating topics. I just want to remind people: Volume four is now available in the book series Steel on Steel, and uh, you can get the whole. I think you can get the all four books for twenty five dollars. So compass.org volume 4 is out we're going to talk about some of the table of contents some fascinating uh, titles one of them is do you still trust your doc and also why God's spirit must depart prior to the tribulation what about understanding our Jewishness as believers so much more with Bill Perkins David Fiorazzo Mary Danielson coming up on Stand Up For The Truth
0: Thank you for listening and sharing today's show via StandUpForTheTruth.com slash podcast. Now, back to Stand Up For The Truth. Here's David Fiorazzo. We did a
1: recent podcast talking about some of the health issues with medications, with the modern hospital system, the healthcare system that we've gotten used to and accepted. Um, One of the chapters in Bill's book, Steel on Steel, Volume 4, is Do You Still Trust Your Doc?, And what we went through, Bill, uh, is just some of the work that Cheryl Adkinson and many others have done, the extensive research on, uh, well, COVID-19 vaccine concerns. And there's just so many of them. I just want to mention a handful, and then I want to also talk about your Chapter 7, A Bow Without Arrows, what you were just explaining during the break. So I'm going through some of this research, and it says heart disorders started becoming more common Then even the CDC was reporting, and uh, there was then found after the vaccine, people were having functional neurological disorders. My wife is in that category. There's others. Uh, There's an Israel study that the majority of hospitalized were vaccinated. That was an interesting development. Finland actually paused the Moderna vaccine for young males due to heart issues. Sweden and Denmark halted One of the vaccines, because of risk of heart injuries, Slovenia suspends Johnson & Johnson. Just a few more. There were increased rate of preterm births in pregnant women, and then there were infertility issues. There was an Israel study showing uh, waning immunity in just a few months in all age groups after vaccination. There was a British study showing increased heart inflammation risk from vaccination, there were additional blood disorder warnings. Con- another study confirming menstrual cycle changes in women, and this goes on. The FDA uh, limiting Johnson and Johnson due to blood clot blood clot concerns. A uh, higher COVID rate among the vaccinated. There is so much more, but Bill, now let's talk about how we're wondering now. Do we still trust our doctors? That was one of the chapters in the new book, Volume Four, Steel on Steel. Share your thoughts.
2: Well, in the book, we talked about what happened. Doctors used to be um, more holistic up until the uh, early in the 19th century when Rockefeller and and I think it was Firestone or one of those guys, Sinclair, or somebody got in and they started changing everything over and getting control of the medical schools and now, now what they try to do is sell drugs. That's the whole purpose. Um, they don't man they're not trying to get you cured up until the uh, early in the nineteenth century when you go to the doctor he would try to to get you well and he would try to get you to the point your body would take over uh, and 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 get you well. Uh, the doctors today, you go and, if, and you tell them what's wrong or her what's wrong and they say, well, here's the pill you take. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And, and you go get a prescription mm-hmm. and the prescription um, it manages your symptoms. It doesn't get you well and you'll get a prescription and you'll be taking it forever. Well, you're this, you need yeah. to take this forever. And they don't talk about trying to get you well or what caused it from the beginning with. So it's a whole transformation of doctors and we're starting to see that. That's an upside to COVID is that we're going, wow, this doctor's telling me to get this vaccine, and 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 I I don't I don't think I should, you know, and, and well, you know, you need another opinion or another doctor or something, but think about what they said in the beginning. They lied. Satan is a liar. He said. They said. Take this so that you won't get COVID. Yep. And then and then they said, Well, okay, you will get COVID, but but you won't have it as bad. Well, okay, yes, you won't go to the hospital. Oh, well, you know. Now yeah. he's saying Now we're finding out yeah. that if you vaccinated, you're seven to nine times more likely to get COVID. Wow. To get these 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 particular um you know ta- not tangents whatever the. Uh, when they have different variants uh, of of, of uh, the COVID vaccine uh, strains, strains. Thank yeah. you. All these different new strains, and and you're you're more likely, uh, way more likely to get sick. So you're kind of screwed if you took the vaccine. That's a long way from it won't. You won't. Uh, catch it and you won't give it away which was a lie you know i mean it's just crazy but but now now think about what's happening now with that all these people you got four-fifths of the earth or three-fifths of the earth something like that took this stupid vaccine and and in the vaccine they're they're finding out that it has poison and and uh, you, there's all kind of things you can go and uh, on that rabbit hole on what's actually in the thing, but the statistics show in the United States, 2,400 people a day in excess deaths, 24 people a day, 900,000 per year are dying in excess deaths, and it's rising. It's not, that's not like papering off and it's going to be over. Mm -hmm. It's getting worse. Wow. And then you've got the same problem with fentanyl, you know, that's coming in from from drugs. I mean, what's with all the drugs? Well, as it turns out, you look at Revelation 6 and you see this, 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 this not uh, Christ coming in on the white horse. It's a fake. Christ coming in on the white horse, and he has a bow in his hand. But it says a bow. he doesn't have arrows. Now, that's kind of strange. So you go in and you look up the word bow in the Greek, and it means toxic. He's got a toxic in his hand. And then you find out that from the Greek, when they write all this stuff, our our base language, the Koine Greek that that we refer to when we look words up in the the, uh, concordances and all, when you go to the Greek... It, it basically comes from when a, a Greek warrior would go to battle, he would have with him a, a, a fiery uh, poison tipped arrow mm-hmm. and that poison tipped arrow was meant to kill him even if it didn't hit him right in the heart. If it just nicked their finger, they'd still die. Mm-hmm. So this poison tipped arrow here comes this 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 false. Messiah coming in to save the world on a white horse at right at the beginning of the tribulation, right after rapture, and in his hand, he's got a poison-tipped arrow. Or maybe it's a poison-tipped, what?
0: Syringe. Syringe. It could be a
2: poison-tipped syringe. And what happens right after that? A fourth of the earth, two billion people die in the first three and a half years of the of the tribulation. Now this is right after rapture. Now as we move up to rapture and as we're living in that day that moves up toward rapture, we're gonna start seeing these things start happening. And this right now is just a confirmation with all these people dying from a poison that they took but uh, he's going to continue. Whoever gets control right after the rapture, they're going to continue with it, and they're going and, and the lie. You know, you got a question: Is what is the lie? Is the lie where everybody was raptured away? I'm not so sure. I think the lie very well could be take this this shot to live. You know, <laughs> and, the, and the more they take, the more they wipe out. You know, by the end of the halfway through the tribulation. Four, the next thing that happens is a third of the earth dies and if you hold up four fingers and a fourth one finger goes down and a fourth of the earth dies in the first two years let's say and then by the midpoint another third dies you drop another finger that leaves two fingers left by the middle of the tribulation four people four billion people are are dead half of the population of the earth and then you and then, then it really gets bad <laughs> Then the second half it gets to the end and it says Few men are left that's what isaiah says so we're we're talking about and, and a lot of it has to do with drugs i mean it's just unreal now in the in the word um in the new testament when we see the word um uh i think it, it's pharmacia is the is the greek word pharmacia, mm-hmm. and um and 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 it's all in there and it talks about this and it ties it into the last days Wake up and read your Bible and study it and see what's going on. I mean, you need to understand what, how where we're living, what's going on around you. People are not looking out for your best interest. They want you dead. They want you maimed. It's not about money. If, if it were about money, they could have taken that drug and made it okay and made it where it saved people instead of that, and they'd be doing these vaccines forever, you know. So why would they Why would they put a poison in it that is eventually going to be found out? Mm. It's because they know it's getting close. Satan's getting uncomfortable that, it's, that Rapture's there. He's trying to get ready for his reign. He's going to have a seven-year run at this thing. Three and a half totally at the end of the uh, last half of the tribulation. And mm-hmm. you know what's interesting, David and Mary? In, in the Old Testament, it gives uh, an example, uh, not an example, I guess sort of a... a, a, a it gives an account of when the Holy Spirit left the first time. He was in the temple, back in the back, and remember in the tabernacle you could see the smoke coming out, and in the daytime at night you could see the fire, and the Holy Spirit was, was in the tabernacle. And then he moved to the temple when they built the temple. And then he it, it describes him leaving, and it says that when he left, he went to the front of the of the temple gate and paused. And then he went from the temple gate, he went to the front gate, uh, front of the Temple Mount, uh, Golden Gate, and he paused. And then he went to the top of the Mount of Olives, and then he paused, and then he went to heaven. Now, we don't know how long those pauses were, hmm. but if, if, the, if going to heaven is rapture on the top of the Mount of Olives, and, and, and I, think, I think the Holy Spirit is starting to move. I think he's loosening his grip to where we're seeing things we never dreamed we could see because the restrainer of evil is loosening his grip. And and we're going to see this continue until, boom, rapture happens.
3: Amen. Oh, that's a great
1: uh, – wow. Yeah, <laughs> That was, that was yeah. loaded, Bill. We could, yeah. that, that could be a whole hour, just what you just, <laughs> yeah, just summed I'd, up in a couple yeah, minutes. the
3: but. last few minutes have been amazing. Um, you know, and I, I think – when you look at satan's bio he comes to steal kill and destroy i mean just think about that for a second steal what kill what destroy what i mean you could make a list just based mm, on that wow. I and mean, when you go back to um how he has worked through medicine and drugs over the years going back to the uh, you know the the mid 18th century but even as late uh, 1938 bayer was um uh, promoting in ads a uh, heroin for cough medicine well, the bottom line, we know better now, but the bottom line is is it's all about experimenting and destroying human lives. The polio vaccine, we talked about that the other day and what they did to uh, the human genome um, with the virus in the polio vaccine. I mean, this has been going on for a long time, uh, and we are reaching levels. I love what you said about the restrainer, uh, uh, because I never thought I would see these things, Bill. I've been studying prophecy for 40 years, and I never thought – I would be here for these things, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. All those insights—that's just amazing.
1: Fascinating times we're living in, right, Bill? <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> 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 to say the least. I, well, well I, a gift again, of understatement. You know, so, a, a
2: wise man has many counselors. You know, the the point is, is that <clears throat> you need some spiritual input from many sources, especially in this day of deception. You know, so that you can kind of compare everything and then compare it what? Be a Berean, compare mm-hmm. it to Scripture. And what does the Bible say? And 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 then you can make a good de- decision. But if you don't know your Bible, you're just a you're out, you know, <laughs> and you're a, you're a boat and sitting in a in a canoe with no paddle. You're mm-hmm. just floating around and and nothing you can do without knowing what God is doing mm-hmm. and what He wants you to do and how He wants you to respond.
1: Bill Perkins, uh, man, that hour went by fast. Yeah. We've got three minutes left. You've got a steal. I'm sorry, stealing the mind conference in March, I believe, coming up. Do you have uh, the 11th. do you yep. have the speakers lined up, and how can people get more information?
2: It's all on compass.org, and you can follow us by going to compass.org and signing up for the e-news. You just click on it, and it's it's easy to 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 get and and um, and easy to get off of it if it's too hot for you. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: we have fifty thousand people reading that thing every week, but it's um you know it's a uh, it's one of those things where. Again, what we try to do is defend the accuracy of the Bible. That's Mm -hmm. our goal from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. God inspired the Bible 100% word for word, and it's up to us to study it. And you need a teacher that teaches it that way. You find a church that teaches it that way. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, you're just like, well, I think, and I think, and I think, and, you know, who cares what you think, you know, it's, it's what God says that's why that's why we use a a literal translation of the bible the king james is good the n a s b is good both of those are word for word translations and i want to know what God said, not what somebody Thinks God says, you know. So tell it. Tell me what it is. In this day and age, you get a program and you can hover over each of the letter, each of the words and get exactly what the Greek and the Hebrew mm-hmm. mean, you know. And and since there's five times as many Greek words as there are English words, a lot of times the meaning of that whole sentence changes when you start looking into what the words are.
1: Bill Perkins, I want to encourage people to sign up for your email newsletter. This week, uh, the articles called America with a K. And you talk about elections. You talk about, uh, you know, billions of dollars going to Ukraine and then how some of it came back to influence America's election. I won't go into that. We don't have time, but I do want to thank you for how you ended it. You said Thanksgiving is next week. It, it's a truly uniquely American holiday and our once great nation is struggling now and needs our prayers more than ever. Despite our recent political challenges, you write, it's still the best place to live in the world. So we continue to ask the Lord to change the leadership's direction and their hearts. Bill Perkins, thank you for that word. God bless you, sir. And you too have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you again in the near future.
2: Thanks, David and Mary.
3: Thank you, Bill.
1: Great podcast. Thank you so much. Again, the website, friends, is Steel on Steel. I'm sorry, that's the book. Uh, The website is compass.org. Volume 4 of the book just came out, Steel on Steel. You can check that out. Just look at the table of contents. You'll be encouraged. So Bill mentioned being a good Berean. Tomorrow we're blessed on Stand Up for the Truth to have T.A. McMahon, the president and executive director of the Berean Call. He'll be here, and we're going to talk about how people are not tolerating sound doctrine anymore tomorrow. And then we've got a great list of guests the rest of the month. But thank you guys so much for listening, and especially for doing what we are limited here to do, and that is sharing the podcast. God bless you, and as always, keep speaking the truth about things that matter.